Hello, this is the Warrior Families Podcast, here to help you discover your unique work on earth as you learn to live the principles that grow you into your potential. If this is your first time here, welcome. My name is Karen Bates, and lately I have been pondering some big life choices, so the next few episodes will focus on the process and principles that I am working to apply as I wrestle with these decisions. And for today's episode, I'm going to give you some background about what's going on uh, by playing a Facebook Live that I recorded a week and a half ago. Then in the next episode, I'll share where I'm at now, some of the conclusions I have come to, some of the things I'm still struggling and wrestling with as I slowly work my way through some of the confusion in making these choices in hopes that the principles that I am working to apply will also help you with any decisions that you are currently wrestling with in your life. So here is the Facebook Live. Okay, here it goes. I hope I don't regret this, but you may have noticed that I haven't done any videos or done any podcasts or blog posts or anything, maybe a few Facebook things here and there lately. And the truth is, it's just, I've been so much in my head. There's been a lot of just inspiration and and not quite sure where to go with it. And I just have been, I guess, also really busy with the program that I'm trying to run in the school and all these different things that I feel are so important. Um, but I think part of the thing that's blocking me from knowing, you know, the next steps and things is that I'm not sharing enough of these thoughts with people. And so I just had this thought, you know, I just got to kind of start sharing more because part of the thing that's blocking me is that there's other people. Usually when I share, people will come in my life that I didn't realize I needed or that have the the ideas or the um, resources or whatever it may be to move forward. And maybe that's part of the reason that I'm kind of like unsure right now. And so I'm just going to start sharing some things and an update of where, where we're at, what's been happening, and hopefully it does some good and we'll see where we're going to go from here. Many of you know, if you've seen any of my Facebook posts lately, that we just got back from our third, well, I guess it's our fourth humanitarian trip to Mexico, the third to this particular orphanage. And every time I go, I have new thoughts and new ideas and it just transforms me, right? Like it changes my self in some way. And I I have to be different and I have to think different. And the first time I went, I mentioned this in a previous video, but I was crying most of the way home because I had felt such a great love for these children. And I needed to do something with that. I didn't I didn't want to just kind of forget it and move on with my life. I knew I needed to do something. And I had been praying all the way home trying to figure out what that was, like what's the next step. And the answers I got as I prayed and wrote in my journal were to, that it wasn't enough for just my family to go back, that we needed to get more people out there, more people to see them, more people to love them, more people to see how we needed each other. We need their influence and their love just as much, if not more than they need ours. And I just had the thought that, okay, so I started, I, I wrote a book and I had this program for helping people reach their potential, right? Kind of like a step-by-step process. And the thought I had as I was driving home was like, okay, it's now time to to move this further and make this kind of a school where we're working together in this program, reaching our potential and seeing how we are here 
with our gifts and talents and we can do something for the world with those and getting more people on these humanitarian trips, doing entrepreneurial and humanitarian projects to help us get out there. And so we started the school and have incredible families in it. And we started moving forward. And of course, there were hiccups and there's still things we're learning. And in first year, of course, there's things that don't go according to plan and learning experiences. But good things happened. Um, we were able to get some Christmas boxes. My friend Lori organized this neat thing where we got some Christmas boxes to the kids. We organized a humanitarian trip. We went out there for right after Christmas for New Year's. And we had some incredible people there that also felt inspired to do something and started some funded some people, some kids education. Some started, you know, working on projects and just good things happened from that trip. As well as the families that were involved um, fundraising here, even those that didn't get to go, I think felt that connection and also learned things from the whole process. So that was really good. That started moving forward, started learning about the pace of the program, how to run it a little bit better. We started learning how to work together. My friend Janelle started this really cool permaculture program at the school where each kid has their own garden plot. Not each kid, each group of kids has, and they're planning it and learning the principles and starting to see how things grow and how those growth principles apply to them, their lives, their businesses, their impact, all those sort of things. So we're getting there. We're learning a lot. Um, after that second trip to Mexico, I'm driving home again, a changed person thinking, okay, um, we're, we're doing this. We're learning these things. Um, what's next? And one of the thoughts that came to me was like, okay, not now. We're not ready to expand yet, but I'm kind of a big picture thinker. So I thought in the future, we want to have more of these schools in different areas so that other people also have these opportunities to to do the program, to have these experiences and to understand their potential, who they are, what they're capable of becoming and how to get there. And, um, you know, how we each have very unique paths. Can't just all be educated the same way. We have to understand how to make that connection with God ourselves and know our personal path and and the patterns in doing that, right? The systems that we put in our lives in order to do that. And so from there, I started to, I started thinking, okay, how are we going to expand? I thought maybe we need some land. And I talked to my husband and I said, I don't, I think maybe we need to find a, a way to get land eventually so we could have a headquarters for this and figure out ways to start these in other places. Maybe it is just meant to be a home program. Maybe just families can take the online version and apply it in their homes and they can start their own little academies if they want to in their areas. I wasn't quite sure, but I thought we need to figure out a, a way to get a headquarters somewhere. Maybe it is going to just be in Provo. We don't own that land. We're borrowing it from a really kind man who has been so generous to let us do so much there. But if I don't know if anything happens. It would be nice to have a headquarters somewhere, right? And so we started looking for land, and we noticed that in the Midwest, land was a lot cheaper than it was here in Utah, right? So we looked there, and we started having ideas about, well, if we started some kind of ropes course experience by a church history site, one of our church's history sites, then we could also do girls' camps there or other things that would help us do what we love to do, help people reach their potential and, and know the steps and discuss those things and um, just grow that relationship to God. So that's where we were at for a, a little bit. And I also, from the second trip, thought how neat it would be to run an orphanage and not necessarily an orphanage, but maybe like a, a school like that in Mexico, where those kids who don't have the same resources, we have the same opportunities that we've been blessed with to be able to take some of those to them and for them to be able to see what they're capable of. I I think that when we have that understanding, we have an obligation to share with others. And I saw that in each of them. They have so much potential. They have such 
resilient, such good hearts. They've learned to work so hard. And the experiences they've had are there to prepare them for something great. And I want them to see that and to know that and to not waste it. And so as I was running one day, thinking about these things, you know, I'm not buying land somewhere and where, I had this thought to call one of my cousins who lives uh, about an hour and a half from Cancun in Mexico. And I thought, well, I should ask her if she knows of any land just to start getting an idea of like how much things are there and, and what's going on. So I stopped running right where I was at so that I could follow through on this prompting. And I texted her. I didn't call her just on Facebook Messenger. And I said, hey, do you know of any land? And I've been kind of thinking about some of this. And let me know if you hear of anything. She's like, you know, land that size of what you're looking for is going to be really hard to find here because people don't sell that size. You can get some kind of, it's like a government land. They let you use it for a certain thing and you'll get a lot cheaper that way. And she was kind of giving me some of the options. And anyway, I was like, okay, well, if you hear of anything for sale, let me know. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do the government thing. My mom, who's lived in Mexico, was kind of like, you might want to be careful with that because the government is able to come in and just take it and use it for something else. And you don't want to spend all this time and energy on something if it's not going to be like yours, yours, right? And so I was kind of playing with that, but I decided to just shelve it for a little bit, you know, went through with that prompting and just see where, where it takes me. And so I kept going with the program, the school. A couple weeks later, my cousin calls again or texts. I think she texted and she said, hey, I have some really good news. My boyfriend's friend has land in the, in the town next to me, has just told my boyfriend that he thinks he needs to sell it. He, they live in New Jersey now. He's not doing anything with it. He doubts some plan to come back. And so it's 12 acres and he's selling it for this much. And if you're interested, then I can get you his contact information. And that was pretty miraculous. I thought, wow, that was really cool that that just kind of, she didn't think there was anything available and suddenly there was. And it's this land and exactly the, the acreage I was looking for and all these things. So we thought we needed to look into that a little bit more. It seemed pretty providential, not coincidence, right? And so my mind started going in that direction. Like maybe maybe we need to buy land in Mexico and start something there. Maybe like a, a mix of an orphanage and a school. I'm kind of thinking Little Men. If you read the book Little Men, where you have the kids that live there and you're growing things together and you're reading stories in the evening and, and inspiring them and, and running the program that I created for them to start to live that potential, to journal and to see those things that they need to do. So one of the big roadblocks to that is obviously, you know, my husband works here. He has a career. He loves it. He you know, he's kind of like, what? You want to move to Mexico? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to follow and trying to figure out what, what's next and, and where to go. But I think we should at least go look at it. I feel like if we at least go see, maybe we'll have feelings about what to do. And so that's kind of where we're at right now. We are leaving tomorrow to go see this land and to start getting a feeling of what it is that needs to happen next. But that brings me to this third trip that we just had in Mexico. So we went in April. Again, we took different families from the school beautiful experience. People love the kids. The kids love them. It's just so good to be there and to see the light in their eyes and to see how much they are thirsty for that family love. And when you come and bring it to them, how grateful they are and um, the connections you make. Even those that don't speak the language just feel so connected to these kids because they are so grateful and so ready to be loved and so ready to love. And so and on the way home again, I'm like, a changed person. Like, what can I do? And I talked to the director and I said, what if me and my family came here and stayed 
for a while and because he has all these dreams and these big ideas of what he wants to do with his orphanage, right? He's got all this land that gray water recycles to the different zones and he's got a way to water the land. He's working on some building projects to make the dorms bigger for the girls so that he can get more kids in. And, you know, the resources and the time are what's scarce, but he has a big vision of what he wants to accomplish. And it's beautiful and I want to help him. And so I wondered, like, maybe helping here is the best thing and, and figuring out something that we can do here. And maybe if my family came for the summer, we could help them organize the kids to start planting some of these things. I have a good friend that said that she might be able to come with me who knows a lot about, like, permaculture and planting, that one that's doing it at our school. That could help us get started and to know what where to go and kind of take his dreams and put them into reality, make them happen, organize the kids, right? Like not necessarily do our own thing, but just help him with the things that he wants to do and get it going. He's got the manpower, a lot of kids there that want to help. And then also having this little men idea I get in my head of being able to read them stories at night of great people that did great things and how they are also capable of that as they color before they go to bed, just like I do at home, right? And just showing them that love and that those ideas and helping inspire their hearts. And as I'm thinking these thoughts, my friend sent me a video that Marlene Peterson from A Well-Educated Heart did recently. I don't know how recently. I just barely saw it yesterday. But she was talking about starting this environment, this school also in Missouri, um, where she wants to have this educational model where people come and, and learn the art of living, right? Again, this idea of like we're growing things together. We're learning how to live in a community that helps each other and grow those resources and become creators, not consumers, you know, we're helping each other grow. So I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, oh, that's so beautiful. That's what I want to create. I want to create it in this orphanage in Mexico with these kids that I love so much. And maybe that's going to pave the path through help knowing how to open something like that in another area. If we do decide to get this land in Mexico, once we are able to get this orphanage going and helping this man, Martin, who is incredible, reach this vision, then we can have a better idea how we can do it on our own in another area, right? And so right now, I guess where I'm at is thinking, okay, we have these opportunities that are being open, right? There's um, possibly land in Missouri. I'm not sure. There's possibly land here in, in Mexico in this beautiful area near, near my cousin. There's this orphanage that I really feel strongly about helping and these different avenues. And then, of course, the program that I created. So families are taking it, using it, helping their kids grow into their potential. And as they do that, they're contributing to this other work to help other families grow into their potential because all of their contribution that they're using to pay for their program will go to fund these other families and these other orphanages that also need this work. And so I don't know exactly, you know, the next steps. I'm trying to be guided. I'm trying to be very prayerful. There's people in my life who are incredible, you know, like the people that are at the school now at Provo who are doing so much that are running it so well. I feel like I could, you know, leave for several months and they would take off and do it wonderfully well without me. My friend Robin, who's gone on these orphanages the last three with me, is also, you know, I can help you in the summer if you decide to do this. And we could probably go for a few weeks and help. So there's people, like I said, that just come in your life <laughs> that inspire you and that God sends the resources and people you need. And so I guess as I've been living in, in my world and trying to do all of these things, I just kind of had this thought, like, maybe it's time to share some of these thoughts with, with you guys, with my other friends who aren't as involved in everything. And if, if you have any thoughts, ideas, I do need families who want to do this program. So that would be one way to help is sign up for the program. 
and get your family involved in it, what you're paying for it will help these families. So that's one huge way to help. If you know of any like construction people that are willing to donate materials to help us with a Tijuana orphanage, I mean, like I said, they have a lot of plans. One of the big ones is to finish the wall that surrounds the orphanage. Right now, it's not very safe because of that. People walk through it all the time. It's like a shortcut to get to somewhere else. And some of them, you know, we don't know where they're from. And one of the kids mentioned to me like, yeah, we want to plant the trees, but if we want to kind of finish the wall first, because otherwise everyone's just going to come and eat all the fruit and everything. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. So we need construction material to be able to finish the wall. They want to build a gazebo in the middle where the caretakers can have some shade so that the kids are able to plant. And sometimes they aren't allowed to be outside as often as they would like because the caretakers don't want to be out in the middle of the sun for so long. And so they, you know, stay inside more than they would like to. So they want to build a big gazebo so that the caretakers can have a shady spot to be at where the kids are able to play outside. Things like that that are important that we need help with. And if you know of any like corporations or, or businesses that are looking for good projects to donate to, that would also be a big help. And this would be a really, really good cause. We've already been able to do a lot with the donations that we have received the trips we've been able to plan and the things that are happening at the school. And I know we will use those resources well. And so if you know of people who have that ability, that would be really great too. Um, and if you want to donate any of your talents, like if you're good with websites or with technology or video, like if you, we need people to interview some of the kids in the school or, or to share some of the things that are happening, you know, all those kind of things to get this message out. That's really helpful. So Anyway, I don't know. I don't you know exactly what's next, but I wanted you to know where we're at. And, and if you have any thoughts, ideas, resources to please feel like welcome to come and help. We need you. We need your talents. And these kids are incredible and they, they really deserve whatever we can do for them. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Will you please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends so that we can grow this warrior family movement? and encourage one another in using our unique gifts in the fight for good. And if you'd like to know more about the Warrior Journey program, the events, the school, or any other resources, please visit awarriereducation.com. And I'll see you there.